Welcome to the Church of Philadelphia podcast. Get ready for this message to ignite your faith as the power and love of God is shared through his word. Hallelujah. Glory God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So you all know, um, like Pastor Katrina was saying, we're still in our sermon series, um, Encountering God Through the Faces of Worship. Hallelujah. But you, how many of you know, like she was saying, we just can't worship God any old kind of way. We got to get rid of some stuff. We got to do some things before we can get in that place of worship. Hallelujah. We got a few more weeks to, to you know, get this thing right before we enter into another a different encounter. Hallelujah. So I'm going to go ahead. Um, our topic, if I have to have a topic our topic is come forth. Hallelujah. Come forth. So we're coming from John chapter 11. We're going to do verses 11, I mean verses 1 through 4, then 38 through 41, and then 43 and 44. So I'm going to read all the scriptures um, for you all. Starting with one, now a certain man was sick named Lazarus of Bethany, the town of Mary and her sister Martha. It was that Mary which anointed the Lord, it was that Mary which anointed the Lord with ointment and wiped his feet with her hair, whose brother Lazarus was sick. Therefore his sister sent unto him, saying, Lord, Behold, he whom thou lovest is sick. When Jesus heard that, he said, This sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God, that the Son of God might be glorified thereby. Verse 38. Jesus, therefore, again, again, groaning in himself, coming to the grave. It was a cave, and a stone lay upon it. Jesus said, Take ye away the stone, Martha, Martha, the sister of him that was dead, saith unto him, Lord, by this time he stinketh, for he hath been dead for uh, dead four days. Jesus said unto her, said I not unto thee that if thou, <laughs> hallelujah, wouldest believe that thou shouldest see the glory of God. Then they took away the stone from the place where the dead was laid, and Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank thee that thou hast heard me. 43, and when he sits, and when he thus has spoken, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. And he that was dead came forth, bound hand and foot, with grave clothes, and his face was bound about with a napkin. Jesus said unto him, Loose him and let him go. Hallelujah. And as I was saying, uh, the topic is come forth, hallelujah. It's time to come forth, hallelujah. It's time to come forth out of all this stuff that's keeping us bound, hallelujah. Glory, God, hallelujah. Now a certain man was sick named Lazarus of Bethany, the town of Mary, and her sister Martha. So Lazarus 
I mean, it's to give it so much detail. Uh, the book of Luke is usually one that gives you all the detail. But John, some, John is giving a little bit more detail in this scripture than normally he would. He's letting you know, okay, this certain man, his name is Lazarus, and he's from the town of Bethany, and he has a sister that's named Mary and Martha. And so I'm going to tell you a little bit about the town of Bethany. Bethany was a town known for housing people with infirmities and um, underprivileged people and people that were sick. It was a place they had in that town, they had a place where they give alms and it was, uh, they had a place, uh, uh, what they call it, almsgiving house, and it was located there also. And many people, you know, came there when they were sick, when they, when they was labeled unclean or suffered in some particular kind of way, you know, when they had uh, different sickness and stuff. And for the poor, that's where they lived. Hallelujah. And so I wanted to, uh, I, I'm going too fast. I'm going I'm to wait to the second verse for that. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But Lazarus, his name, his name means, God has helped. That's what Lazarus named me. God has helped. And so I just really wanted to, I didn't want to spend too much time in verse 1 because verse 2 lines up with verse 1. But his name meant a house, excuse me, his name meant God has helped. And Bethany means a house, an arm-giving house, place, place where people came. And, and they lived there, and they were poor, and, and it's it just a place where people needed help a lot. Hallelujah. And so we're going to go to the second verse. It says, it was that Mary which anointed the Lord with anoint, anointment and wiped his feet with her hair, whose brother Lazarus was sick. And so here we go. We're talking about, we're talking about Mary and Martha. And so I went to the book of Luke. The eleventh, uh, the lap, the tenth, excuse me, the tenth chapter, and I began to read. In there, it's Luke ten thirty-eight through forty-two. If you want to read it on your own time, but I was reading about that little part, and you know, Martha and Mary, Jesus met them then, and he was, he was teaching, and so Martha, she. She was serving. Mary was over there sitting at Jesus' feet, getting what Jesus was teaching. She was trying to, you know, receive it and, and get what she needed to get. And Martha was serving a different way. And so she went to Jesus, will you tell my sister to come help me serve? But what she didn't know was Mary was serving already. She was serving because just the same Mary that anointed his feet, washed his uh, anointed his head, washed his feet with her hair. This is the same Mary. So what, what got me in this is a lot of times, this is what was coming to me. Sometimes we are worried about other people. Sometimes we are worried about what other people are doing. We don't understand because they're not doing what we're called to do. That don't mean that they are not, not serving because there's a time and a place for everything. Sometimes, say like for me, it may be time for me right now to sit at the feet of Jesus, to learn and be taught 
uh, different things. And now for, say, Elvis, it may be her time to serve the way she served. And who knows, this thing will switch up. But we have to be okay in the place where God has us now. We can't be looking at what everybody else is doing. So I just wanted to point that out because that's one thing that was coming to me. We can't focus on what other people are doing. We can't focus, you know, and be like, okay, they, they not doing what they supposed to do. But we have to make sure that we are doing what we supposed to do, that we don't get tangled up and tied up in other stuff and mess and gossiping, all this stuff, you know, we get tangled up with. Hallelujah. <coughs> we are getting, we are, um, we are wrapping ourselves up in other people's matters. <laughs> That's what was coming to me. We are wrapping ourselves up in other people's matters. Matters and situations and issues don't, that don't even concern us. Hallelujah. We're wrapping ourselves up in that. Now, mind you, we already wrapped up in our own stuff. Now we're wrapping ourselves up in other people's matter. Hallelujah. That's too much being wrapped up. That's too much. That's too much stuff. Hallelujah. Now we walk around looking like, really looking like a mummy. Ain't nothing showing but looking like a mummy in the spirit because ain't nothing showing but the eyes because you wrapped up in your stuff and somebody else's stuff and we don't have no business. <coughs> now when Martha was complaining, she should have been sitting at the feet of Jesus herself. She should have been sit sitting there trying to get some teaching. Because at that minute, I was looking at it as, that wasn't even a minute for her to be serving. You serve when the word is over with. Serve when Jesus finished teaching. When you get finished teaching, then you serve. Because if you're serving while he's teaching, you're interrupting stuff. You're, you're causing a distraction. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So she should have been sitting also instead of trying to get Mary in trouble. Hallelujah. <coughs> Excuse me. Hallelujah. But one thing I, I know in this scripture, in verse 2, they made sure, they said, okay, Jesus, this is the Lazarus that you love. They made sure they point that out to him. Because Jesus, he really, if you read down in verse 5, it says, Now Jesus loved Martha, her sister, and Lazarus. He really loved them. So sometimes we think we can make God move a little quicker when we say, Oh God, you know you love me, God. Yeah, he loves us, but that's not going to make him move no faster than he's going to move. Hallelujah. Glory, God. Hallelujah. They ain't going to make it move no faster. Hallelujah. So let's go to verse 3. Therefore his sister sent unto him, saying, Lord, behold, the, the, um, he whom thou lovest is sick. Okay, just like I was just saying. Sometimes we'll put that extra in there thinking God going to move faster, but God going to move at his own timing. We can be so demanding sometimes <laughs> because we, ain't, we want things to happen when we want things to happen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
And we are, <laughs> I laughed last night because <laughs> what came to me was, what the Lord gave me was, we be quick to sing that song, um, he's an on-time guy. <laughs> yes, he is. We'll sing that when we went looking for him to move, but then he don't move when we want him to move where the song went. We don't stop singing the song. <laughs> we singing something else. <laughs> we don't stop singing the song because he ain't move when we want him to move. <laughs> <laughs> now, now we, now we say God is late. <laughs> now we say something. God is late, but God is on time. Hallelujah! No matter what we think, He's still on time. Hallelujah! And we got to know those things that God promised us. He's still gonna do it. Let's go back and look at um, look at this um. Oh, we ain't even got there yet. Who, Jesus, thank you. <laughs> um, I, I'm just looking at verse 4. Let's go ahead and go to verse 4. Um, when Jesus heard that, he said, This sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God, that the Son of God might be glorified. Therefore, and so now Jesus is speaking. Sometimes we miss it because we're not listening and hearing. Sometimes we say we're listening, but we're not really hearing. We're not really hearing what God said. Because if they were hearing what he said, what Jesus said, he said, this sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God. So he letting them know this sickness, no matter what it looked like over here, it's not unto death. God going to get the glory out of this. God... If God gonna get the glory, that means some miracle about to happen. That means something about to happen. So we need to make sure we are hearing. We make sure we are hearing and not just listening because God is telling us what he's about to do. He's telling us, okay, I'm about to do X, Y, and Z, but sometimes we miss it. And then we say, okay, he ain't coming or he ain't gonna do it. But he done gave, he done gave you the clue, he done gave you the word. He done said what he's going to do, but we don't take, I think sometimes we read the word, but we don't grasp it, grasp it like we should. We read it, it's almost like we read it, but skipped over it because it don't hit like it's supposed to hit. Because if it do, we'll grab that word, we'll hold on to it, and we say, okay, God said that this sickness is not unto death. That means whatever it looked like, even if he died, something going to happen. He's coming up out this grave. Even if I get cancer, even if I have a tumor, even if this going wrong with my kidneys, even if this is going wrong with my brain, even if this is going wrong with my heart, he say all sickness is not unto death. Hallelujah. So that means God going to do something. Hallelujah. It might not be in our timing, but he's going to do something. He's going to fix it. He's going to work on it. He's, he's going to get the glory out of it. Because sometimes we, sometimes if God moves too quickly sometimes, we'll end up getting the glory when the glory ain't even ours. When the glory is not even ours, hallelujah. So we just got to make sure, we got to make sure we're listening 
we are hearing the word and not just listening. Because when we are hearing the word, we're digesting it. We're digesting it word by word by word by word. We're just not listening because when we're listening, we're missing it. Hallelujah. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Let me see. And so that's all I have um, right now, and I'm going to pass it on to elders. Hallelujah. <clears throat> Amen. So I have the privilege, <clears throat> excuse me, of doing uh, John 11, uh, 38 through 41. And it reads again, Jesus said, therefore, again, groaning in himself, coming to the grave, it was a cave. And a stone lay upon it. And Jesus said, Take ye away the stone, Martha, the sister of him that was dead, saith unto him, Lord, by this time he stinketh, for he hath been dead four days. Verse number 40. And Jesus said unto her, Said I not <clears throat> unto thee that if thou wouldest believe, thou sh uh, shouldest see the glory of God. Then when they took away the stone from the place where the dead was laid, and Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank thee that thou hast heard me. Amen. And <clears throat> so I'm going to put 38 and 39 together. And even when I was um, looking at these scriptures, and I was like, okay, so the first thing that was, the first couple of words that stood out to me um, was grown in grave, cave, and stone. And so even when you think about groaning, groaning is an utterly and, and low, uh, mournful sound. So Jesus, when he got there, he was already in a state of grief because he had lost that thing or that person that he loved. He didn't lose, he didn't lose Martha and Mary, but he lost Lazarus. So he lost a portion. And so we, we can't get stuck on, I lost a portion of something. Because God is able to replace that thing. God is able to put that thing back together. He's able to restore it. He's able to fill it. He's able to mend that thing back together. So even though we might be in a state of, oh, I'm so sad that I lost my house. I'm so sad that I lost my husband. I'm so sad that I lost my job. But guess what? God has a purpose and God has a plan. That was a purpose that God allowed Lazarus to die because there's a glory that had to be revealed. And so his glory could not be revealed until after the death of Lazarus. So until after that thing died, that he was able to see, and they were able to see those that were standing around, those that was watching, those that moved the stone, Martha and Mary, all of them had to have to be able to see this, to believe that this is the work of the Lord, that this is a purpose that's about to be fulfilled. And even when, um, <clears throat> excuse me, even when I um, even looked up um, cave, cave is a, it's a ditch, it's a, um, it's a pit or an excavated place in which the dead um, human body is deposited in a place for the corpse of the, um, for the human remains um, to be a sepulcher. So they have placed his body inside this, this cave, which is, we would call a grave. And so there are some things that has to die. And we have to lay it to rest. 
there's some things that is going to have to die, and we're going to have to put that thing to rest. We're going to have to put that in its grave. We're going to have to bury this thing. We're not doing no shallow grave. We're not doing no memorial service. We're not about to go in and we're not about to do no uh, services where you go in and, and go through the furnace and you get ashes. No, we finna bury this thing. This thing got to be buried. And this, not, and this here, when you bury this thing, you, this is, you not coming back for it. This is laid to rest. Because even, even, even some of y'all may know a, a whole lot has happened just since between Wednesday and yesterday within my family. But I told them last night, I said, I don't know what y'all going to do, but I'm going home in peace. I'm finna lay down in peace on tonight. So all this chaos and all this confusion that's done um, uproared and done came up and done showed itself and done reared its ugly head. I'm going home and I'm finna lay down in peace because I'm not about to be in chaos in my household. <clears throat> and then um, when we looked at a stone, it's a, it's a, 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 a concreation of some species of earth uh, such as uh, lime, silex, clay, and like um, unusual combinations of um, a, um, a species of air and gas which um, with sulfur and metallic. So even when you're looking at a stone, a stone is made up of, of multiple things. And so when I was just med just trying trying to meditate on this scripture, I was like, okay, it says, and the stone laid upon it. And Jesus said, take away the stone. So there's some things that we have to lay the rest. And there's some things that we have to come out of because we don't put ourselves into this grave. And we don't put this stone up in front of the grave. And Jesus come and he told them, he said, take this stone away. So those things that feel like they've been very, very hard, very, very difficult. Those things that you thought that was about to take you out. Those things that you thought that you was about to lose your mind behind. God said, come and take away this stone. Because God come and take that stuff away. Those, those things that we've been dealing with in our heart that we've been hiding, that we don't want nobody to know nothing by, all that bitterness and all that hatred and all that resentment, but yet we say we are Christians, but yet we still are harboring hatred and bitterness in our heart. We're still harboring all those things that we know that God has told us to confess. We harbor those things that God has told us to, amen, hallelujah. Harboring those things, holding on to those things. Those are the things that need to be buried. Those are the things that we need to let go of. In, in 39, it says, and they, and they took away the stone. God come to take away those hard places, those hard things, those hard and difficult situations. God come to take those. He said, take away that stone. And Martha, the sister of him that was dead, said unto the Lord, this time he stinketh, for he hath been dead four days. And so even... <clears throat> Excuse me. Even as uh, Minister Darlene was saying, we hear the word, but do we, we listen, we hear the word, but do we listen to the word? We have to digest the word because even she is, she's trying to convince Jesus that he is dead and he's been dead, dead for four days and he smelled. 
I understand all of that, what you're saying. But see, you missed back in, in verse number five where he said the glory of God shall be revealed. There's a glory that's got to be revealed in this situation. Even though this situation may look bad, even though you might think he's dead, but you think he's dead, but I know otherwise. It might look one way to you, but God knows otherwise. See, it, it looks, it appears that it looks this way, but then to God, it's, it's totally different. It's totally the opposite. See, we can't, we can't think and we can't fathom the things of God. We can't, our mindset is not there. Our mindset is not there. So I'm looking at one way, but God, you see this another way. And so she's trying to convince Jesus that he, he was dead and he smelled. And even when I, even when I was like meditating and reading the scripture and when something dies, it does have a smell. It does have a smell. It does. But even when you in sin, sin has a smell as well. When you are not in the will of God, you have a smell to you. And you think God want to smell you and coming into his presence of worship? And you smell reeking of sin? You think that's what God want to smell in his nostrils? And that, and that would be the equivalent of, we've all probably on road behind a dumpster, a garbage truck at some point in time on the road. And when you get near it, you be like, oh my gosh, that truck smells so bad. Me, if, if y'all anything like me, if my window's down, I'm letting my windows up because I don't want to smell it. And so if I see and the things that we need to die, allow to die, smells like that, then how do we think we're going to get into the presence of God going through worship? You can't go with no worship smelling like that. You should be enough, have enough sense to, mm -mm, I can't go in like this. No, I, I, uh -uh. I, I, I reek of sin. I, I can't go in the presence of God like this. I got to get right. I got to get clean. I, I can't, I can't, I got to come out this cave, this, this thing, this, this cave that I done put, that I done put myself in, this cave that I done allowed myself to get back in, and then I done throwed up this stone on top of that. Because I'm so insecure, and I'm, I'm not as confident as Sister Red Dress, so I'm going to put myself in this cave, and I'm finna put this stone up here. But your confidence ain't the same as hers. Because where you got confidence, she might be lacking. She might got pretty hair, but she might be conscious of her weight, or she might be conscious of her hair. She might be conscious of how her skin looks. See, you see it as one way, but she sees something totally different. Oh, you so pretty. But she hear that compliment, but then she, in her back of her mind, there's something else that's going on. And she's like, oh, thank you. You look nice today. You look handsome today. Thank you. But so we saying one thing, and we saying that we receiving it, but in the back of our minds, we're not really receiving it. Because we thinking on something else. Oh, you just saying that just to be saying that. Oh, you trying to be funny. No. 
Because it's, it's your confidence. It's, it's in your confidence. <clears throat> and we're going to, and then verse number 40, it says, And Jesus said unto her, Not, said I not unto thee, that if thou wouldest believe, thou shalt see the glory of God. Came back again. If you believe, you should see the glory of God. Believe to credit upon the authority or testimony of another to be persuaded of the truth of something upon declaration of another or upon the evidence furnished by reason, arguments, and deductions of the mind or any other circumstance other than personal knowledge. You have to simply believe. We say we believe, but do we really believe? I believe. I believe. And when we begin to doubt, do we still believe? Because even I know, like, for me, I'm just going to talk about me. I'm going to talk about nobody else. I'm just talking about me. I say I believe. But then when things start to look and don't come through like I want them to, and I'll be like, okay, God. But then I have to remind myself. Lord, I believe, but help thou unbelief. I believe, but help thou unbelief. I'm believing God to do some great things on this year. And I'm going to put it out there. The first thing I'm believing God for is I am going to leave my job. And I will go back to school. I, I, I believe that that's, that's, that's in this season. I, I, I believe it. God has already made a way. God has already provided. I don't see it, but I believe that he's done it. Why? Because he reminded me of a word. And see, when God reminds us of something, that means that, okay, I still haven't forgotten about you. I still haven't forgotten what I said about you. I still haven't forgot the promises that I told you. All he asks is for is our belief. Do you believe that you can live saved? Do you believe that you can live holy? Do you believe that you can walk this word? Do you believe is what he's asking? Do you believe? Do you believe I can come and I can resurrect this thing? Do you believe I can come and raise your brother up? Do you believe? Because I believe. I believe it. I believe it. I believe that he is a God of his word. I believe it. Then he took away, then they took away the stone from the place where, where um, the dead was laid. And Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank thee for thou hast heard me. So for those of you that are in person, you have been given... Um, some crepe paper. I want you to unravel, unwrap the crepe paper. I want you to wrap one of your arms into that crepe paper. And for those of you that are online that are joining in with us, I want you to write down 
the things that is holding you, the things that is keeping you bound, the things that you feel like that is stopping you. And for those that are in person, once you have your arm wrapped, I, if you have a pen, um, if you need one, please let the usher know. But if you could for me, I need you to write down some things on that crepe paper of what is stopping you, whether it be your belief, whether it be your trust, whatever it is, write it on that crepe paper. What is stopping you from believing? What is holding you? What is keeping you? What is keeping you bound? You ain't, you ain't got to tell nobody because this is just going to be between you and God. For those of you that are online, write it down. You ain't got to tell nobody. Okay. <clears throat> and at the end of, um, end of verse 41, and it says, Father, I thank thee that thou hast heardeth me. Okay, and we're going we're gonna to say the same thing that Jesus said at the end of verse 41. And it says, he lifted up his eyes and said, and repeat after me, Father, I thank thee that thou hast heard me. Amen. So I'm going to pass this portion of the service off to uh, Minister Marco as he come and close us out with our word on today. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. I'm already tore up. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I ain't going to prolong the time. Amen. We're going to wrap this thing on up. Amen. Amen. We already wrapped up, but we're going to wrap it on up. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 I got verse 43 and 44. And when he doubt had spoken, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. Let me, let me reiterate that. He cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. Amen. Amen. He said it with a, some authority. Amen. You got to start speaking with authority, man. Hallelujah. He said, Lazarus, come forth. And he that was dead came forth, bound hand 
and foot with grave clothes, and his face was bound about with a napkin. Jesus said unto them, Loose him and let him go. Hallelujah. Loose him and let him go. And the topic says, Come forth. Amen. We're talking about worship. We're talking about and encountering the faces of worship. Amen. You know you got to, in order to worship God, you got to worship him in spirit and in truth. Amen. Everybody can't worship him. Amen. But some things have to fall to the wayside. Amen. Something has to be buried. Amen. You're talking about coming before God to my worship. Amen. Some things have to die. Amen. Have to be buried. Amen. Like Elders was saying, some things have to be buried. Amen. Hallelujah. We're talking about worshiping God. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. And as I was studying, looking at, I even looked up the word, looked up Lazarus. Amen. Lazarus means whom God helps. So God came to help us on today. Amen. He came to help us on today, amen. You in the right place at the right time, amen. He come to help us on today. I don't care what you're going through. I don't care what you have been through, amen. But God has come to help us on today. Hallelujah, amen. I've been going through, it seems like hell all week. There have been so many things just coming up, coming up. I say, what's going on? But I know, I know. Anytime, amen, anytime, you're doing anything for God, amen. That devil going to show his head. So you just have to expect that, amen. Amen. I, I, I know he catches by surprise sometimes, but some things, you know, it kind of it throw us, amen. It kind of throw us off a little bit, amen. But God, listen, God comes to help us on today. Hallelujah, amen. Lazarus means God, whom God comes to, God helps, amen. So um, verse 43 says, and when he has and when he thus had spoken amen he said on his word above his name now he spoke some stuff so we got to be speaking some things too just like he's speaking you got to speak to amen hallelujah he said he cried out he cried a loud voice let me just stop let me just stop right there you know, a lot of y'all believe in God for stuff, amen. But your actions don't, it don't tell it. Your actions don't tell it, amen. You, you want to say, okay, God, I'm believing you for a job, God. I'm believing you for another house, God. I'm believing you for going back to school. I'm believing you. Amen. Where's that, enthusiasm? where's that, that drive, amen? Where's that, that, you know, you got to speak with authority, you got to command some things. You got to you got to speak with authority, man. God, I'm believing. Oh God, I'm believing you for this thing. I'm believing you for this house. I'm believing you for this job, amen. I'm believing that I'm gonna, I'm gonna go forth in ministry, amen. You got to speak with authority. God has given that to us. Why can't we use it, amen? Hallelujah. We got to speak with authority. He said he cried out with a loud voice. Ain't no small voice. He said a loud voice. Lazarus, remember Lazarus mean whom God helps. He come to help Lazarus. He come to help. He, kept, he come to help all of them. The one that was looking, he, he come to help us all. You see what I'm saying? You don't understand why God do things the way he do it, amen. But the overall picture, he, he helped everybody. He helped everybody. Amen. He say, 
he cried out with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. Amen. I looked up come, it says move or travel or into a place that of, of as near or familiar to the speaker. Amen. Who's the speaker? Jesus. He was speaking. So when you when somebody's speaking to you, amen, you you coming toward the one who's speaking to you. You don't you, they speaking, you don't just walk away, amen. If God is speaking to you, that means you're in attention, you you're trying to hear what he's saying. You 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 going towards him. You go you don't go away from him. And see that's the problem with a lot of us. God is speaking, but we going off to other places. The enemy is the enemy is speaking to you, and you going toward what the enemy is saying, instead of what God is saying. God is speaking, but you're going over here. No, I need I need you right here. I need you right here. I need you right here. He told him to come forth, forth out from a starting point, or and forward or into view. Hey Amen. You got to come out of this 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 dark place. You got to don't. You, it ain't time to be trying to hide and stuff. Like she was talking about. Elle was talking about the cave. You know, while she was speaking, what came to me is that we try to get in that cave because we don't want to be seen. We don't want to do this thing. And not only we go in the cave, we had the, the, the audacity to put this stone in front of it. You showing up trying not to come out of there. It ain't time to be trying to hide in no cave. Amen. You in that dark place, amen. You know, listen. Now is not the time to be trying to hide in no cave and putting a stone over it at that. You showing up trying to block yourself. You showing up trying not to do this thing. But he needs you to come forth. Come out of that cave, amen. Hallelujah. For the forces, and he that was dead came forth. He that was dead came forth. Lazarus was dead for four days. Smelling all that. We got all kind of excuses. Now listen, it's, it, it's some things that's dead in our life. But we try to justify. We try to make up all kind of excuses for why we can't come forth and do what God has said. Yeah, it, it, some things dead. Some things dead. God, you know, I, I, I can't, I can't just do, I can't do this, God, because you know X, Y, Z. God, God, I, I, God, you know, I got pain in my body, God. I don't feel. I don't know if I can be able to do it, God. God I don't know if I can do this thing, God. They, what they gonna say about me, God? What they gonna think about me, God? I, I can't get before those people. How they gonna look at me, God? I, say, I need you to come forth on today. I need you to come forth. Amen. Those things, they need to be buried. They need to be buried. Amen. God comes to help us on today. We got to stop making excuses for why we can't come forth and do what God has told us to do. He said, the dead came forth, bound hand and foot. Let me stop there. Now, you know God don't told you to put the little hands to work. He have. He don't told you what to do. He don't told you to put them little hands to work and the feet. He don't told you to go somewhere. 
do certain things and you haven't did it. You haven't did it. Your hands, your feet. Some people don't even have hands and feet. Even well, that's that's. I ain't going to go there. But he told you to go somewhere. He told you to go do some things. Your hands supposed to be busy working for God, doing ministry, doing the things that He had told you to do. Amen. So what happened? Amen. God come to deal with those excuses. Amen. That's why we're going to bury this stuff. On today, we're going to bury this thing. That, so you ain't going to have no excuse for coming forth and doing what God had told you to do now. This, today, it's going to be buried. It's, it's final. Amen. We're trying to enter into worship. Amen. We cannot enter into worship coming before God with all this stuff. We can't do it. Like Eldred was saying, how can we come before a holy and pure God just any kind of way? Any kind of way. He said, bound. Okay, we're going to deal with that, bound. When you bound, that means you have no control. I understand. But God got, God got a plan for that too. When you bound by something, you have no control of it. But I know somebody that who, who, who does. And if he helped Lazarus, who is you and I that he can't help? He has no respect to person. What he did back then, he's still doing today. Amen. Amen. This thing is not unto death. It's not. That sickness... Whatever your sickness is, it's not unto death, amen? So get that out your mind. It ain't unto death, amen? It ain't unto death. It ain't going to kill you. It's not unto death. Say bound about with napkin. Jesus said unto him, Loose him and let him go. Loose him and let him go. Now I'm, I'm finna, we finna get ready to end this, end this, amen. We, we finna, we finna wrap things up. But I, I want you to, Elders were telling you about the. Uh, she wanted you to wrap your arm up with the, you know, different things you put on there, uh, what you, you know, things that's holding you back and different things that are trying to keep you from walking and walking this thing out and doing the will of God. I need you to unwrap yourself right now. Amen. Whether it's fear, whether it's lust, whether it's procrastination, whether it's unforgiveness, whatever it is, whatever it is, I just believe right now that this thing is going to be, this thing going to break right now. Amen. God comes to deal with this stuff right now. Amen. Amen. The Bible says, let the dead be buried. Amen. These things are going to die right now. Amen. I just believe right now, if you begin to unwrap yourself, 
you begin to trust God and know that God is going to do exactly what he said. Amen. I believe right now, amen, that these things are going to be dead right now in the name of Jesus, oh God. Amen. The Bible said the dead has no remembrance. The Bible said let the dead be buried. Amen. Those things that you are facing right now, amen, amen, it's dead. Amen. Hallelujah. So I want you to begin to open up your mouth. I want you to just begin to praise God like never before. Amen. Thank him for what he's, he already has done. Amen. In the name of Jesus, oh God. Amen. There is no excuse. Amen. Amen. If you bow, amen, there is no excuse because he said, I come to set you free. Hallelujah. Unwrap yourself. Amen. Unwrap yourself. Amen. Whatever God has told you to do, whatever God has told you, he said, come forth. I need you to come forth. Amen. Come on. I need you to come forth. Amen. Come out of yourself. Come forth. Amen. That heavy weight is dropping. Amen. Hallelujah. Come forth. He said, Lazarus, come forth. Come forth. Come forth. Hallelujah. Come forth. Amen. Amen. The Bible said the old things shall pass away. Hallelujah. Behold, all things become new. Amen. Come on. Come on. Your mindset. Amen. That old mindset. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Bury that thing. Hallelujah. Bury that thing. Hallelujah. That thing is in a grave. Hallelujah. That thing is in a grave. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Come on. Take off them grave clothes. Amen. Take off them grave clothes. Amen. Them dirty grave clothes. Amen. Hallelujah. It's just like it's just like now. You got dirty clothes. You go wash them. You don't want to walk around with no dirty clothes on. Take them gray clothes off. Put on the new. Put on the new. Amen. Put on the new. Hallelujah. Take off the old man. Take off the old man. Put on that new man. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, I need you to come forth. Amen. Hallelujah. God said, I need you to come forth. Amen. No more excuses. Amen. I need you to come forth. Amen. Hallelujah. It might not seem like it's going to happen. Amen. Don't Listen, the Bible says, lean not to your own understanding. It ain't going to happen the way you want it. You know why? Because we're not God. We're not God. Amen. Even this right here. You would think this is just silly right here. But the Bible says he, he, he takes the foolish things and found to be wise. Amen. Amen. You're free. Amen. We're free today. Hallelujah. Free to walk into the purpose of God. Free to do the calling of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Free to speak boldly before the throne of God. Hallelujah. No more chains holding you bound. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. You are free on today. Amen. The chain has been broken. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I'm going to tell y'all. Amen. I'm going to tell you. Amen. God been dealing with me so bad, so heavy. Amen. God been hitting me at night. I'm telling God been hitting me at night, y'all. God been hitting me at night. This, four times he don't hit me. I'm like, now, Lord, please, now, hold up now. I mean, you, you scared me a little bit now. You hit me. Listen. Come on. God is doing something on the inside of me. I'm just telling you right now. It's, it's, it's like fire shut up in my bones. Every time I get up here, listen, listen. 
I know y'all be talking about Margaret just be tripping. Y'all, y'all got to hear me. Listen, listen. It's something going on in me. I can't even explain to y'all. I can't even explain. I be want to get mad about certain things. I can't even get mad. But that lets me know the growth and the maturity that God has developed in me. Amen. I don't think the same no more. I don't do the, the things that I would normally would do no more. Amen. There, 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 was a, there was a change in my life. There was a change in my life. And I owe it all to God. Amen. Hallelujah. I owe it all to God. Amen. Every situation, I begin to ask myself, what would God do? What would God do in this? What would Jesus do? What would he do? I try to see myself in everything that he do. I try to see myself in everything that he would, that he'll do. I said, what would Jesus do in this situation? Amen. I ain't got to fight. Amen. You ain't got to fight. I ain't got to worry. It's up to you, but I, I don't have to worry. Because my God said, cast all my cares. If he cares for me, he said, cast all. Cast everything to me. For I care for you. So I don't have to worry. I ain't got to prove nothing to no one. I got to prove everything to God, but I don't have to prove nothing to no one. I know that God is doing something on the inside of me. I know this for sure. It ain't by Quincy. He be trying, he waking me up at night, hitting me and stuff like that. It ain't by Quincy doing all this stuff. There's something God is trying to do in us. He, we need to come forth, amen. It is time not to try to hide, trying to hide. You know your purpose. You know what you're supposed to be doing. It's time not trying to hide, amen. It's time out for that. There is no excuses. God has cut all excuses away. The only thing we can do is just come out of hiding, amen. Hallelujah. Amen. We are free today, amen. We are free. Amen. Whatever you have been going through, whatever you have been trying to stop you, you're free today. Hear what I'm saying. Hear, the, hear what God is saying. It ain't about Marco. It ain't about me. I'm just an instrument. I'm just a vessel. Amen. I mean, I used to be worried about, I used to be worried about trying to do things perfect. How are people going to look at it? God said, I ain't looking for nobody that's perfect. I'm not looking for nobody that's perfect. I'm looking for somebody who's willing. Amen. I'm looking for somebody who's willing to obey. Obedience is better than sacrifice. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. If God say do it, amen, there is a way to be, it, it can be done. Amen. God is not going to tell us to do something that can't be done. If God has said this, do this, do this, do this, amen, there is a way. It might not be in your way, but there is a way that it can be done. Amen. We got to follow the plan of God. We got to follow his plan, not my plan, not your plan. We got to follow the plan of God. Start leaning to our own understanding. But in all our ways, we got to acknowledge him. And he's going to show you what to do. He's going to direct you on where to go. He's going to direct you on what your hands need to be doing. Because some of our hands just, our hands just free. Ain't doing nothing. We ain't, we, our hands just free. We ain't doing nothing. So he's going to direct us. But I need, God needs us to come forth. Come out, of, come out of hiding. Come forth. Get out this cave. Roll that stone on out the way. Bring it to him. 
Amen. God said we are free today. Walk in our purpose. Walk in your calling. Whatever God has told you to do, do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to stop making these excuses and stop trying to <laughs> come up with everything, just keep from doing what I need to do. I know I ain't by myself. I'll always be trying to think of what, what can I say to get out of this? Get out, what can I say to get out of that? No, just go ahead and do it. Don't worry if you don't get it right. Amen. I'd rather, I, I, listen, I like to try to do things perfect too, but I'm going to just show you something. I don't came to the point now. I'd rather do it and do it wrong or get rebuked for it and not do it at all. Because now you're walking in straight disobedience. At least God loves us enough to say, look, it's wrong, but you're going to get it right next time. Do it like this, do it like this, and just move on. We can't take offense to everything. We take offense to everything. Well, listen, I, I'll break it by hand. I'll be taking offense when I be corrected and stuff like that. I, I know I ain't by myself now. I know I ain't by myself, but I'm going to just raise my hand. I'm going to just start it off. I get offended. I get offended when I hear other people say stuff. I'm like, dog, you had to say it like that? I was, is it that bad? But listen, some of us, we got to hear it like that. That's the do it speaking the truth. We got to hear it like that. But you know God don't told you to do, a lot, do things a lot of times, and you ain't done it. We ain't done it. So it ain't like he going to say, well, Marco, I need you to do this. No, Marco, I need you to come forth right now, right now. I need you to do it right now. Not tomorrow. Right now. Right now. Let's get it done. No more excuses. Let's get it done. This thing has been buried today. So we don't got no excuses now. No more no excuses. It's done. It's done today. It's done. It's a done deal. It's a DND. Done, none, non negotiable. It's a DND. Done, non negotiable. It is finished. No more. No, no more laxidating. No more procrastination. Amen. No more. Hallelujah. You want God to take care of your business, you need to take care of his business. No more now. No more. No more. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm, I'm, I'm finished. It's, it's, it's done. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, let's give God some praise for that word. Hallelujah. I'm going to bury all my excuses. Hallelujah. All my things that I try to come up with, all my reasonings and why, and try to process and reason it within myself. God, all those things I'm about to bury because I'm coming forth in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
We about to come out of those things, hallelujah. And we about to come into the glory of God, even as the word said on today. That the glory of God may be revealed, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we thank you for joining us on today. Hallelujah. We thank you for the word on today. We thank God for speaking on today. Hallelujah. As we come forth, coming out of those excuses, coming out of those dark places, coming out of those low places, coming out of those old mindsets. Hallelujah. We are going to be free. Hallelujah. And even as Minister Marco was having us to unwrap our arms and what God had told me that even when he said, come forth, we unwrap and then we step forth to show God that God, I'm stepping out in faith. God, I'm stepping. I'm going to believe you for everything that I wrote on this paper. I'm taking it off. That I will not be walking in these things. I will not be struggling in these things. I will not continue to come up with excuses. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So I'm going to step forth and I'm going to believe you, God. I'm going to step forth and I'm going to trust you, God. I'm going to step forth and I'm going to walk in purpose. I'm going to step forth and I am going to have your glory be revealed in my life. Because there's others that is connected to your glory. There is others that is connected to you coming forth. You don't know who is depending on you to come forth out of that cave, to come out of that darkness. You don't know who life depends on it. Somebody's salvation depends on it. Somebody's mind depends on it. Somebody's child depends on it. Will you come forth on today? Will you come forth on today? Will you believe as you come forth? Hallelujah. Will you believe as you come forth on today? Just as Jesus called Lazarus, Jesus is calling you. He's calling your name. Will you answer the calling? Will you heed the calling? Yes, I will come forth and I will believe. I'm going to believe you for what you said about my life, that I will live saved, that I will declare your word, that I will travel. Hallelujah. Glory, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We thank you for the word on today. We give God the glory, the honor, and all the praise. Thanks for tuning in, and please make sure to visit us at churchatphila.com for more podcasts and ways to connect with us on social, to like, subscribe, follow, and share content as it comes along. Special thanks to those who give in so many ways to this ministry. We could not do any of this without you. And if you want to give or be a part, visit churchatphila.com forward slash give for more information. Thanks so much for listening. God bless.